Welcome to our Meet the Parents podcast, the show where we share stories from everyday life to help with the ups and downs of parenting. We'll have honest conversations as together we grow everyday faith in our homes. Be sure to follow us on your favourite podcast provider or you can watch the video version on YouTube. All show notes and episodes can be found at livingrock.church forward slash meet the parents. I'm Alex. And I'm Lisa. And we have three children aged between 15 and 20. And we know the experiences of parenting are so different. And we want to hear from different families about what they've tried, what they've tested, what they've succeeded and what they failed at. Um, The whole idea of this podcast is that together we can learn how God wants us to grow great families together. And this podcast is a place where we can explore that wonderful variety. Yeah, that's right. And together we're going to look at the Bible and how we can explore the Bible with our children and find creative ways to do that. It's a really important part of growing in our faith with God. And uh, it's a big book. And when you've got children, you kind of think, where do we start? So we're going to call on some wisdom from some wonderful ladies who are here with us today and uh, explore that together. But first, I was going to say one thing, the story that some, not everybody knows, which we've just been talking about, is the story of King Eglon from the Bible. Yeah, and for, for some boys who love, who love a juicy story, this is a great one. If you don't know the story of King Eglon, um, there is um, Ehud, he's in, it's in the book of Judges, Judges 3. Ehud is a judge and he goes to visit the big fat King Eglon. And he ends up, you've got to read it, killing King Eglon. Spoiler. And the king <laughs> is so fat... That the dagger, and there's a whole left-handed, right-handed thing here, the dagger disappears because there's so much fat on King Eglon. And, and then Ehud has to then escape out of the castle. And the way he escapes out of the castle is down the, the drain for the toilet. So he's climbing <laughs> out down a tunnel through poo. It's kind of, it's something out of Johnny English. It's absolutely great. Mm. Um, but there's a, a powerful story behind it. So I just love sharing that story. That's just one of the things that pops into my mind. And there's a powerful story there about how we live for God yeah. and honouring God with our lives and pleasing God with our lives. And uh, But yeah, there's more than that as well. Bible's but, good of a great variety of stories. Isn't yeah, it? so that was just one, story just to get everyone. you warmed up if you didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Alex. Well, we'd love to welcome our guests today. We've got Rosanna and Megan. Thanks for joining us. Welcome. It's really great to have you. Can you um, both tell us a bit about your families, um, how many children you've got and their ages, so we get a bit of an idea, and your superpower, please, as a parent. What would you love to have? Uh, I'm Megan. I've got four children. Um, My oldest is eight, and then a six-year-old, a two-year-old, and um, she's 10 months. (laughs) That's flown by. Um, So, yeah, busy house. And my superpower would be to tidy up, like, in an instant. So yes. they could make as much mess and I could be a, a lot more happy with them getting the paint out because I know yes. that just I can just click my fingers yeah. and it's just all going to be tidied. Yeah. You'd do anything then, wouldn't That's, you? Yeah. Get anything I would out. do like, so much more time mm. in my day if I could just tidy up <laughs> in yeah. an instant. Yeah. Tune into one of the other podcasts because um, Stefan said a very similar thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. very similar it seems bit. to be a theme in parenting, yeah. the tidy up thing. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Rosanna? <laughs> I did, when I saw that, I did think, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you can share if you like. Um, so I'm Rosanna. I have got um, Ted, who is 
five and Elijah, who is four, just turned four yes. this week. Oh, yes. And then we have another one on the way due in September. Exciting. <laughs> exciting. Yeah. yeah. So going from two to three, which is exciting. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, and then my superpower would be, do you remember Bernard's Watch, the programme? Yes. Do you remember it? Yeah. No. It no. was about a, a, a boy called Bernard and he had a watch and he could pause time. I can't remember if he oh. could rewind it and fast forward, but I yes. know he could definitely pause time. Mm. So I thought that would be really handy to be able to... Sometimes I'm very, very sentimental and quite emotional. So, you know, to be able to pause time and yes. just be in the moment and so... Yeah, yeah, that's yes. good. That's, that, good. that's <laughs> like me, isn't it? <laughs> I, I do. Sometimes that. I lose my mind a bit. <laughs> so you want, you want so more you, time? You know, like those parenting regrets where you think I really shouldn't have snapped or, mm, you know, yeah. something like yeah. that. So I think if I could pause it, gather myself yeah. and maybe Google, like, how best can I respond to this situation <laughs> and do it then. Yeah. And then also thinking along Meg's lines, like, you could pause it sometimes and think, right... I can tidy up quickly or get this done and then yeah. we've still got time. I'm always running late for everything in life. You didn't today though, I was quite impressed. No, but I was given strict instructions to get here. <laughs> <laughs> I was told to get here 15 minutes earlier than what I actually did. <laughs> well done. You did well. But that would help well me a lot because Bernard's I'm always watch. running late. So yeah, yeah, that would definitely be a good one we for me. We all need a watch then. Fantastic. <laughs> and we always like to start with a funny story. Mm-hmm. Something that could be a bit embarrassing. You know, you have cleared with the family before you shared it. But something that just, it, it just shows people that are listening that we're human beings yeah. and they have the same mess ups as we do. Well, actually, you could have some special ones. <laughs> to as well. So, yeah, what, what little story have you got just to, just to show us your human? Um, so, mine is, I, I found it a bit tricky to think of one, really. Even though what, I know there's been so many. many so no, many. No. So <laughs> many. And we were saying before, so many are poo related. Try and get something a bit different. Several poo-related ones have been left out. (laughs) Um, So I was just thinking, there was a conversation that my boys had a few months ago, which tickled me, but also I thought, oh dear. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, we we don't celebrate Halloween. Mm. We just don't. And I think even if I wasn't a Christian, I'm not sure I would, because I don't Mm. really like it. Mm. So we don't celebrate it. But um, And and Ted has always been a bit like, he he does not like it. He doesn't like all these evil things. It's quite scary. Mm. Elijah, unfortunately, got fascinated by it and was, you know, really, he kept talking about it. And we kept saying, no, we don't really like that. Like, that's not, you know. Um, And he kept talking about it. And then Ted tried to put him in line. He said to him once, he said, Elijah, what do we worship? Is it God? Is it Halloween? Is it Christmas? Or is it idols? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But Elijah responded, Halloween. (laughs) 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 Which initially I was like, ah, no. So I tried to, you know, see the funny side of it. But at the same time, it's, you know, we're still working on it. (laughs) So that's a bit embarrassing. Yeah, that's funny. That's that funny. is real life though, isn't it, yeah. really? Yeah. And I was impressed with Ted with the idols. We were the yeah. idols. <laughs> Covered all the bases there. Yeah. But it's like different things, different days, isn't it? Just yes. capture their oh. fascination yes. and their focus. Yeah, I think we'd done like the Ten Commandments fairly recently oh, with nice. the idols. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um, so I've got a bit of like a parenting, like a discipline fail. Oh, yeah, so currently with, the, with my two-year-old, almost three, he um, is really testing boundaries and um, will take things that he shouldn't be taking. And so I've been trying to, without snatching back or enforcing him to come right now, give him a bit of a countdown and I'm going to count to three and then you're going to pass me that thing rather yeah. than trying to take it off him all the time. Yeah. Um, and most of the time it works. 
so we don't really have much like screaming fits. <laughs> but the other day, he he knows how to count now. It seems. Well, because... you taught him. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So parent win one. <laughs> I, I took. Uh, I'd counted down. I'd taken the scissors off him that he was trying to cut <laughs> his sister's picture up with, and uh, he looked at me and he said, <laughs> and he said, "Mummy." Give me those scissors. I'm going to count. One, <laughs> two, three. I said, Judy, you can carry on counting. I'm not giving you this. Four, five, You should have kept six. going, Sarah. Oh, he, he got to nine. <laughs> that was impressive for two. I'm like, good counting. I'm still not giving you the scissors. <laughs> yeah. Love it. That's so cool. That so good. I love that. Oh, it's just good to keep it real, isn't it? <laughs> so many stories still to come, I'm sure. Um, but today we're just chatting about, aren't we, about um, the Bible and how important it is for us and so one thing um, I love about the word I'm going to just wave a bible here because it's just there's so much in here isn't there is the word of God and I love how God teaches us that his word is for every occasion so we've got <laughs> for the parenting discipline we've got something for the how to teach about idols and the ten commandments <laughs> it, God covers everything it's his instruction manual and we can call it a map sometimes or in the bible it talks about itself as the lamp or a light mm-hmm. to our path and I love how God shows us that the word of God teaches us everything we need for every occasion and um, one thing as a parent it's so great to know that we may not have a parenting manual but we do have the word of God yes. which we can defer to for ourselves and just wanted to ask you both um how is the tell us a bit more about the importance of the bible for you as a parent and as an individual in your own life what does how does that what role does it play in your life as a parent really i guess Rosanna go for it um so for me i was kind of thinking along the lines of I mean, before I was a parent, you know, reading the Bible, obviously it's important in terms of my faith, but also helping me to be the best person that I can be and the person that God's planned for me to be. But then as a parent, it fits in with that as well and that it helps me to then be the parent that he wants me to be and to Mm -hmm. look after my boys the way he wants me to and show him love, show the boys love Mm -hmm. the way that that God wants me to. And um, I think it's quite key for that. And to be honest, I don't really know how people manage with that. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and actually, it's interesting. A lot of kind of new parenting models and theories and things like that. When you underpin it, it it comes back to the word, mm-hmm. yes. and mm-hmm. it, you think, well, yeah, <laughs> I know where that began. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we can just be consistent with the Bible, and uh, it helps because we then don't need to be looking at theories and things like that. Yeah, mm. it doesn't fail us. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's a great. Yeah. Shout. yeah, exactly what you just said. Yeah, <clears throat> to give you the wisdom to um, to lead your life with all aspects of your life but yeah especially parenting Mm. um and just having a relationship with with god and um having the understanding of um what he wants us to do with our lives and Mm. how he wants us to raise our kids yeah that's good Mm. so little yeah come i was just gonna say he is the father who made them yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it's his book about fatherhood (laughs) so if you want to know about being a parent (laughs) that's the parent who made the parents (laughs) cool so now a bit more practical engaging with Mm -hmm. the bible how do you engage with the bible yourselves how much do you model that Mm -hmm. um when you're a mum with young children Mm -hmm. we we've we've moved on from that stage now but you just you have like mornings can just be so hard unless you are like good at getting up um, yeah, so yeah. yeah, how how's that worked for you, for you guys? Yeah, um, yeah. So I try and get up before my kids, um, which doesn't always happen because I've got a teething baby again at the minute. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting up in the night. So mm-hmm. it doesn't always happen. But um, if I don't get up before my kids and just um, empty the dishwasher while listening to a podcast and read the Bible and um, just gather my 
thoughts for the day, have some time in prayer. Um, it's really important for me to do that. I, I find that the day goes a lot better if I've done that yeah. rather than getting up at the same time as my kids and mm. sort of, um, and then not having any time for myself or mm. with God or um, just preparing my heart for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes they will wake up shortly after and therefore they are seeing me mm. finish mm. reading the Bible. And yeah. I think that actually, yeah. I don't it's mind brilliant. that really. Yeah. Um, because then like I'm setting an example, aren't I? And yeah. they mm. can see that what I'm doing before I before they wake up. I think yeah. modelling that, because it does say go into a room and shut the door, but when you've got little kids, yeah. you yeah. can't like shut What's them the out door? of the door. Yeah. Judah with scissors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 but mod- them seeing you do that yeah. is just yeah. wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Fantastic, Rosanna. Um, for me, I'd say very similar to Meg. Um, I, I recently got into a really, really good routine of having an alarm, getting up early before the boys, ideally, but you never really know when mm. they're going to hear. But it didn't really matter whether they were there or not. Like what Meg says, that it's been good for them to see that. And they've commented before, like, oh, yeah, like when you read your Bible in the morning, like they know that. Mm. Um, and having that time set aside where I read what I want to read and then I like to like write a little bit, things like that. Um, and then in, in terms of when I'm going to work as well, I'm in the car on my own, I'd listen to podcasts, that would be my own time. Since being pregnant, I've been really tired. <laughs> so it's not been as ideal as that. Um, so it's been more, you know, a few snatched chapters in the morning. I'm still trying to get it done in the morning because the same as Meg, it does really change your day and you feel like, and it's, if you, if you ever think, oh, I'll do it later, personally, I don't find that later. No. 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 So getting it in, in the morning really helps. Um, and I, I think even if I only get, you know, a couple of chapters or even less, God blesses what time we give him. Mm And I think as mums, it is, it is. Such a challenge. I mean, it, for a lot of people, different life stages, it's so hard to make it a priority and make it work. But I think whatever little we are able to give to God, he really does bless it. Mm. And um, and he, he uses what's already been put into us as well. And it's been quite nice knowing that, that at least I'm trying and I'm giving, yes. I'm giving my bit and he mm. blesses it. And even in terms of like reading with the children and stuff like that, he blesses that to me as well. Sometimes he'll speak to me through what mm. I'm sharing with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's important, isn't it, that we don't just, um, <clears throat> we're not just reading the word as well, like we can, in the, as a church, we're listening to it as well, yeah. aren't we? So it's yeah. being creative about ways that we can actually do it and, yeah. and not putting unrealistic expectations. And then God doesn't say you shall read 10 verses or, yeah. <laughs> or you shall not pass sort of thing. You know? yeah. It's like, it, he, he hears your heart. He knows yeah. where you, your desire is to serve him and be with him. But if suddenly a toddler suddenly appears on your head, you know, you're yeah. like, well, that time's passed. Yeah. Mm. You know, and he knows what you can give. And I yeah. love that mm. grace that he shows us. I know um, John Mark Homo in the Practicing the Way material. Oh, yeah. When you're making time for God, he said, don't try and squeeze it in, in, in between everything else. Yeah. Look at what you're doing. Try and take yeah. other stuff out if you can yeah. to make space rather mm. than trying to just do everything. Yeah, definitely. Because like you're saying, if if you try and squeeze everything in, something happens and mm. it just doesn't... Yeah. And you've got so many things to do anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so many. <laughs> but, you know, how do we... So it sounds very clearly that you've got a passion for the word yourselves, but how do we pass that on to our children? You know, are there any ways that you found helpful in encouraging your children to hunger for the word for themselves, that they have a desire to, to read and know what God says to them in the word? Um, yeah, so I think they knowing that they come to church and they listen to things in Hot Rock and they've seen it in different settings as well mm. as at home, um, but just showing them 
how much it affects our life, um, showing what they read, um, they can see it happening day to day, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and just showing the excitement we have for certain stories and certain, uh, just an example, like a, a miracle, say that Jesus is, yeah. and we re, say we just read that in the Bible, we might say, wow, yeah. how amazing is that? And yeah. might talk about it. So not just read yes. the, the actual just scripture, but then talk about that afterwards yeah. and think like, oh, wow, can you believe that? And how have we seen that? We've seen that recently, haven't we? With somebody else that's done that, yes. that kind yes, of thing. That relate, it so it to today. Yeah. relate it to yeah. them and to their life and how we, <clears throat> how we can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Making it relevant to what's going on around them, yeah. I think that really helps. Um, having it as like part of the routine mm. and it, it being a fun thing, a positive thing, not a like a homework thing. Yes. Mm. yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, different Bible stories, books mm. that are based on Bible stories, not necessarily straight from the Bible. Mm. Um, and also with, with the hot rock going along to their groups, being consistent with coming to mm. church so that they understand. I think now that my oldest is in a slightly older group, they tend to have a theme mm. and it's important for him to then be there consistently so yeah. he can follow along and see yes. it build. Yeah. Um, but also not, not me then thinking, well, you've done that, we've ticked that box, yeah. but then me talking about it with him, what did you learn? But also mm. doing our own thing at home too. And it, maybe yeah, like with the really Eglon thing. Go on. Because, um, so growing up, we went to kids' work as well. And my siblings, I remember them when they went to Hot Rock and learned about Eglon and they were very struck by the story. They Fantastic. really liked it. And unfortunately then Eglon became my nickname for a while afterwards. <laughs> harsh. Oh, very harsh. <laughs> Because they thought Eglon was just so funny. Yeah. It's a great name, though. I think it's a, a, a name. It's a yeah. bit of a random name. It's a great name. It's a powerful not, king. Not a nickname that you really want. Being no. Eglon, little Eggy Eglon, they used to call him. <laughs> but it does show they it, it yeah. got mm. them. They were so, interested. Yeah. Like we say it, it yeah. did strike them. Yeah. Um, and another thing in terms of like the modelling, like we were saying, us doing it. I grew up with my parents doing it. They were reading every morning. They were incredible. Like every morning we would come into their bedroom, sit on their bed and they'd be reading, going back and forth, reading their chapters to each other. And sometimes we'd be a bit like, come on, can we go downstairs? <laughs> or just trying to have a cuddle or something like that. Um, but they did it consistently every morning. Oh, and wow. even though sometimes sometimes I did listen a bit, sometimes I didn't. But the fact that they did that every morning made me then think, what's so good about that? Yeah. That they want to do that every day. And it set the standard for me that I felt like this is something that I need to do every day. Mm. And then when I had children, this is something they need to know that I'm doing every day as yeah. well. So that, generation to generation, ultimately, yeah, then, isn't it? Yeah. So they, those things, I think, they're kind of they're simple but powerful. That's yeah. amazing. That's and I think one of the things that when you're saying about making it real for the children, one thing I say in Hot Rock as well is that I've I've taught them about a verse, yeah, and I've educated their mind. Now it's up to the children to then ask the Holy Spirit to make it real yeah. here. So I can educate here and hope, and I can only speak to here if they choose or ask God mm. to open themselves up. Yeah. So if they so show me God what this means. So I often say to the kids, you say to God, help me understand what this means or help yeah. me understand how this shows how much you love me or mm. how much you're like a father yeah. or or how you're so perfect or how you're so powerful reveal that to me as well so we've almost got to learn with our minds but say god show me in my spirit as well yeah, yeah. yeah would you good. yeah so yeah. i kind of i get the kids to sort of almost ask back to god it's like yeah. A response. yeah and 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 
be hung like that's the hunger isn't it yeah, yeah it be is. hungry I, I don't just want to know this here god i yeah. want to know it in my heart as well yeah. and i want to really live it as well yeah. so. get them to want more as well want yeah to, that's want right. to hear more and yeah yes yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yes, because they're going back to God and saying, "Reveal more yeah. to me yeah. about yeah. yourself." Yeah. yeah, and for themselves, where you're not driving it and kind of going, "Come on, we need to study it again." <laughs> yeah, yes. for them to own that is just precious. Isn't yeah, it? when they start desiring the yeah. word of God for yeah. themselves, yeah. it's trusting them a bit in that as well yeah. and thinking, I, "I've done my bit." Yeah, but you need to have your own faith yes. here. Yeah, absolutely, but it's it's impressive what they come out with sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. And you'd be amazed mm. what goes in, and even when they're not looking like it's going in, yeah, it's yeah. all there. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> really true actually. Yeah, and I found that to be very encouraging. Richard was saying that to us as a church, as adults, mm. wasn't he? That, mm. that sometimes it's going in there as a seed for God yeah. to use later. Yeah. Yes. And he was saying that to us as adults, yeah. and we've just said the same thing yeah. Yeah. with our children as well. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favourite stories, when I was young, I used to read like books about missionaries. <laughs> and um, Mary Jones was one of my favourite characters. And I loved how she was about eight years old and she had such a hunger for the word of God. And back in like, Victorian times, I'm going to guess, um, they didn't have much money and she didn't have access to a Bible and she walked 26 miles to get a Bible. And I was like, I can't imagine any eight-year-old today walking walking 26 miles, <laughs> let alone for a Bible. <laughs> so I'm like, it's quite powerful. And I think to have a hunger like that in yeah. a child, to drive someone to be so committed to getting a copy of the Word, it kind of makes me stop and appreciate the fact that we have it so readily available. Yeah. Think of other countries where they can't just access it and it makes me feel like we've got such a rich resource here yeah. and the freedom to read the Word and study it in so many different ways. It's really powerful and I think anything that we can do to encourage our children to, to hunger for the Word like that and I love how like Mary Jones got, she walked all those 26 miles and then found they'd sold out. I was like, oh, can you imagine like this, this child kind of like, I've literally carried my shoes all the way. I've walked bare feet because I'm tired. And then she got there and they were sold out. So the, the vicar apparently gave her like three for the price of her one because he could see the passion in her. Well, he gave his, her own. His yeah, own he gave Bibles. her own. Mm. And then I think he was a seller or something. <laughs> um, and you had to go to this one man in Bala who sold the book, the Bibles for them. And uh, so she was so committed. She just held out for this one copy. Oh. And you think, it just makes me really appreciate it. Mm. And 26 stock. miles. Yeah. It's a long way. Was it, it there and 26 miles back? It's a long way. I'm doing Either a 20 way. mile walk Either at the weekend. And I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if Mary Jones AJ can do it, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So, just thinking now about what we do, you talked about patterns of you guys getting up yeah. in the morning and having a pattern is really important. What patterns um, have you got about bringing the Bible into your family life, the stuff that you do with the children, you know, reading the, the Bible, looking at the Bible together? Obviously, life is busy. What, what sort of things have you got there? Who'd like to go first on that one? Uh, yeah, I don't mind. Um, so we do a lot of ours in the morning. Um, we home educate, so we don't have the rush of getting the kids to school in the morning, which is great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, um, so yes. many people are going, what? I'm yeah. going to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are other so, challenges. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, it means we can... Um, sit and, and read in the morning so we do a morning time every morning um, it's a good chunk of our morning a good chunk of our learning really and um, we include different things on every day but every day does include um, a part a chapter of our fiction book a poem um, the bible a page of our like children's devotional um, and a memory verse recap mm. Mm. And then we add other every other day is a, a history book or you know anything else, but 
every day is those those things. So yeah, we we do that every morning. So they just know it's part of our routine. Mm. Yeah. Just reading the Bible. So the Christian part of that is reading the Bible, the devo- a devotional, and then the yeah. devotional is you do reflect on things within that as well and talk about things yeah, as part of that. Yeah, um, yeah, we discuss we discuss that, um, and that the devotional page um, isn't necessarily the same bit of the Bible no. that we read. That's yeah. just um, yeah, and the memory verse isn't necessarily connected to any of those yeah. things either. Um, but yeah. That's great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. About that. And yeah. that's great. You've made time for that. That's part of your routine. Yeah, what it's you just do every our day. routine Monday to Friday. Mm. It's just our Brilliant. routine to do that, yeah. Fantastic. Rosanna. Mm, I love that. So you do have to do this. We have run. the Rosanna. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Rosanna in the morning, so there's none of that happening, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I mean, prior, prior to my oldest starting school, um, we did tend to just do like the, the Nick Butterworth Oh, the, yeah. like Bible stories stories Jesus told yes, that great one books. we used to have that, that on the table so we went through like a season where we would read one or two of those over breakfast um, but then at some point it disappeared like it's one of those things where mm. the seasons they change don't yeah. they um, but we've always consistently had it as part of their bedtime routine I think the key thing that makes it it's that it's that routine yeah. isn't it so since they were babies since we put in any form of bedtime routine that was part of it having a Bible story, an age-appropriate one. So yeah. as they've gotten older, it's it's changed. Um, so we've got their beginner's Bible that we read, and they have a couple of stories from that, a couple of chapters from that every mm. night, as long as as well as like another story, mm. which might also be a Bible-based story because they've got yeah. a few of those as well. But they choose, so it could be that, or it could be like digger saws or something like that. <laughs> and then we'll read the Bible too, and then pray. Mm. Um, but that's just part of what we do. Yeah. It's what we always do, um, which makes it a lot easier. I, th- I think when you say phrases like, that's what we do, mm. that's what we always do. Yeah. Though Those phrases are so powerful. When you create something that becomes what you yeah. do, it's not even yeah. something that you even try to do because it's, it's just what you yeah, do do. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. deciding as a, as a family what you're going to do yeah. mm-hmm. and then sticking to that. Yeah. And then, and then it becoming part of who you are, yeah. Because then, they, then, then, like you say, it gets passed down, yeah, the generations as well, yeah, yeah. And it makes it so much easier because I'm not then having to think where am I going to slot this in? Mm. Because we mm. do bedtime every day, yeah, and we do stories every day. So that is just something that we do do every day. And mm. there will be certain things that spark interest, and we can talk about that more and look into that more. And um, sometimes it's read in a bit of a rush because they need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it's still done every day and they go to bed with that in their heads. Yeah. So um, that's always been, even, even as they were babies, you know, you're sort of thinking this feels a bit pointless because they don't understand. Mm. But it doesn't matter because it's still there. Still They're seed. still hearing it Absolutely. and it is, it's still a seed. So um, I think it, it's really helped being able to do that from day one. But I also yeah. think it's never too late either. No, People absolutely. are feeling like, well, we've not done that. You can still do it. Yeah. And I do think it's it's an easy way to... And I think we'll look, at, we'll look at a few of these yeah. later on. Yeah. Or can we look at that now? We'll look at them now. So have you got a version that you like to use as, as a Bible? I know you mentioned the Beginner's Bible yeah. there. Have you got any other versions that you've used at home or that you prefer to try with your children? Yeah, the, the Beginner's Bible for us particularly, we did... I haven't got that one out. No, I should have bought it with <laughs> no, me. No, I've got one. I've put it in a story sack. <laughs> we, we started off with... Um, it was... The Bible for boys. Yes. They also do the Bible for girls. It's the yeah. exact same thing, just one's blue and one's pink. <laughs> <laughs> same Bible. <laughs> and it rhymes all the way through. Nice. So that's what we did initially with them when they were little, little. Then we upgraded to the Beginner's Bible for Toddlers, yes. which was the Bible stories, but all quite simplified. Now they're just on the Beginner's Bible, where mm. there's a bit more to it. Yeah. Um, and then my oldest is starting to show more interest in, in the Bible Bible yeah. that they've got for Hot mm. Rock. So yeah. we've just kind of 
done it like that and progressed. But we've got just pass me that one. We've got the story, the storybook one as well, and we've got everything a child should know about God and a a few different things that we'll dip in and out of. Yeah. What were you saying? Yeah, so we've done um, the Jesus Storybook Bible. We've done that. We've gone through that a couple of times. Yeah. Um, And now with my older two girls, we're reading through their Hot Rock Mm. Bibles um, because they're they're look interested in actually reading it for themselves and finding the verses. And whereas uh, the ones we've done before, a lot are the stories. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not actually the. It's an introduction, isn't it? Yeah. It's not the Bible. So we've got. uh, I think we read through the children. I think it's called the Children's Bible in 365 days. Okay. Um, cool. And there's another one by Catherine Voss, the Children's Bible. Um, but yeah, at the minute we're doing the Hot Rock. So, one. so I'll just show you this one. So we, we use this one in Hot Rock. And one it's thing, the hands-on, the hands-on, hands-on Bible, Bible, New Living Translation yeah. by Tyndale. Yeah, Tyndale, I think it is. But we really like this for Hot Rock because we needed something that was, like you say, with verses, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and for the primary age particularly. And when they start to read, obviously it's like loads of words, and yeah. some of the kids that they go, it's a lot of writing. But what I love about this is. Um, they hi- highlight in bold some of the key verses that are really good mm. to, to look at. They also have like experiments in it and um, profiles of things. They have some colour pages, um, specific topics that they pull out. And it's just, we use it in Hot Rock so everybody has the same one. So every t- child yeah. who comes regularly, then we can say, we'll teach you how to use the contents page. We'll yeah. teach you what a chapter and a verse is. And then the children can all sit together on the same page 1,300. Yeah. <laughs> and all the leaders sit and help find page 3,400, yeah. whatever. And then we read it together and it just means that they under- start picking apart what the Bible really means and what it looks like at a young age. So we try and, um, in all our teaching with Hot Rock, we try and bring the word into every session mm-hmm. so they get used to handling the Bible as something they've become familiar with. But in the preschool groups, we, particularly the um, three to five-year-olds, we do use this one. Um, there are DVDs you can get or they're online that go with it where the lovely David Suchet with his gorgeous voice the Jesus Storybook Bible. But I love how they draw out where Jesus is in the story. Yeah, it's yeah. so clever. It all comes back to really, Jesus. And it, yeah. yeah, and you kind of think it's, it takes the story to another level yeah. than just like, you know, once upon a time sort of story. And then yeah. it, it takes it to what, what God was doing in that and how it was part of the big plan. Yeah. So I highly recommend that one. And then we've got a few others here that... Um, Can I talk about this one? Yeah, go for it. This is the Action Bible. I borrowed that from Nathaniel the literally Action today. <laughs> and it was interesting because it, it, it's got pretty graphic pictures of battles. Mm. And it's, it's like Marvel. It's, it's, it's just done by a yeah. Marvel mm. um, illustrator. Yeah. Yeah, and, but it's powerful. And, and in, for somebody who may be struggling with the reading a little bit mm. or you know reading pages and pages of blank text... It puts pictures yeah, in, yeah. and you've got David and Goliath and the Israelites and the um, Israelites and the okay, no, I don't know Philistines. That's the one. Philistines. That's <laughs> the one. And it shows, but Nathaniel pretty much just picked this up, started reading at the beginning. He still dips in. He's, and, he's, he's an adult now, and but he just it, loves pictures. Read yeah, it yeah. cover to cover, got yeah. to the end, started at the beginning, and just carried on Amazing. reading cover to cover. And there he's are read, devotionals that go with it as well, so yeah. you can make it into. But like, the whole idea of this is that if. if You've got the whole Bible overview here. Yes. And and you'd get such an overview of the whole Bible, especially mm. if someone likes this yeah. type of artwork, and you'd get such an yeah. overview of the picture, and it's so gripping. It, it, it helps you understand yeah. how gripping the Bible is, because the yeah. stories are amazing, aren't they? So the Can I show really this one as well? Really so good. we've got the Bible for Minecrafters, because some ah. of the children who are like younger primary or slightly older primary start getting really into Minecraft and <laughs> building things on the computer, and... Um, somebody recommended this to me, and it's literally the Minecraft made out 
um, Bible made in Minecraft. So what I love the idea of that is that the child could read the Bible with you and then go and make it themselves. So oh, when they are going on the computer, they're then making something that supports their understanding yeah, of the word. And then good. I remember Nathaniel doing that a little bit. And um, it was really specific about where the lampstands were in the temple. Wow. So because it, the Bible says it was here and here, and you think, gosh, that's really powerful tool actually because yeah. it makes them think in detail about what it would have looked like he made and it why. in regular lego as well yeah. didn't he, he made yeah. it in regular oh, wow. lego yeah. and then well, he made it on minecraft let's, let's wow. do that one then because we also have the, the rather large oh. brick bible wow. this one we have to little caveat there are some bits in it that are slightly tenuous in how they link so this one comes with a little bit of a caveat but you can have the whole bible i've got both sets here the old and the new testament um in brick form so there are mm. pictures made of lego <laughs> Brilliant. So this was recommended particularly for children who have additional needs as well, who oh. might find it easier to access the Bible with the pictures and, and building things. But then they can get inspired to go and make the models. And so you could read it together or but they build it and then you talk about the story. Oh, they wow. are available on um, YouTube, I think, as well. And I think Jesus is Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Nice. With yeah, a different well, head. I think it's not? the body of Luke Skywalker <laughs> yeah. with the head of something else. So there I mean, are you can other... buy Jesus, but yeah. I think that's how you make him. I think <laughs> you... <laughs> you could, you know, little... anything goes. And I think that's what I love is that we don't have to make it a really serious thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a, a dutiful yeah, religious exactly. process. It's yeah. actually bringing the word alive. In, and if your child is someone who doesn't like reading, for them not to think, oh, therefore I can't read the Bible. It's yeah. like, well, let's find another way to explore yeah, definitely. it. Let's make it. Let's build it. Let's make it out of Play-Doh. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's bring it alive to you in whatever way you need. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's really cool. cool. So just thinking about the Bible, this is brilliant how all these pictures bring it to life. But when you're sort of studying, mm -hmm. um, some sort of words, kids can have questions. Some of the words can be quite hard. Yeah. Um, and un to help them to understand what they're reading. Obviously, understand it head and heart mm. as well, isn't it? Yeah. Any, any thoughts you've got on that, helping sort of just, just to pull it apart and understand it a bit better? Mm. I like what you put there. I like <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, I don't... We don't ask Alexa. <laughs> we, we ask Alexa a lot in our home. <laughs> Especially spellings. Oh, they, they know now with any, any questions. It's a spelling kind of question. Just ask Alexa, don't ask mommy. Um, yeah, so if they've got questions, I don't pretend to know the answers if I don't know. Yeah, that's we, really Alexa's good for, for Bible questions. Would just, I mean, just um, pronunciations or... Or who um, was Samson or like, who was... Yeah, it? where do we find this? If they want to learn about a particular thing and I'm like actually I don't know what book that is oh, in yeah, the okay. bible might or when did that happen yeah year? when did that and to, again so to you a very it. specific just question that, yeah just yeah oh that really helped okay. um but yeah I don't pretend to know mm. that's really good though isn't it there's mm. no yeah so um we can ask somebody that does know we yeah. mm. Or something. Or something. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think it's... But making sure that whatever we're reading really is probably age-appropriate anyway. Mm, so they're yeah. not going to have massive sort of yeah. life yes. changing there are, kind of... There are some stories that yeah. are probably best left for later probably, on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not for a six-year-old. So. Mm, yeah. But yeah, so as long as we're reading kind of age-appropriate stuff mm. and um, we can just have that discussion, an open discussion where they're not expecting me to know the answer yeah. necessarily but just have a discussion about what things might mean or um and if there is something 
that we need to know, yeah. then we can just find somebody that knows. Yeah. Mm. We've got a yeah. massive church community. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You guys on hand. Right. <laughs> we'll do what we can. <laughs> Alex is asking Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. You can ask a question on the Facebook groups, that's fine. We can... yeah. we'll, just we'll, looking at this, we'll anybody got any ideas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yeah. Anything you want to add there, Rosanna? Um, so as I said before about the, the Bibles that we've used kind of for their ages, the age-appropriate Bibles, I, I found that that's really helped because it's not then provoked too much misunderstanding or questions mm. because it's yeah. it's simplified to what age they are um and i think like what meg says it, it's fine for us we don't we have a lot of things that we don't understand about yeah. the bible so they're going to be the same yeah. and i think being okay with that allowing them to ask questions encouraging them to seeking out the answers but at points allowing them to also being okay with we don't fully understand yeah. that you can pray really about good. it yeah. i was gonna say you can pray about yeah. it what do you ask god that? But, yeah. but, you that know, so, i, don't really I think get that it is either. so powerful the whole is why don't you point them yeah. back to the holy yeah. spirit yeah. Yeah. you ask god and then we'll we'll re- 24 yeah. hours, next breakfast time, we'll have another chat yeah. and yeah. see. And they go, well, I was thinking, yeah. And they yeah. can get the answer themselves. I was going to say, and then yeah. they can teach you. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really yeah. helpful because, I, you know, God says, come like a child. So often he will speak in a really simple way to them. And we're yeah. like, oh, I never saw Definitely. that. <laughs> I think as a parent, it's it's difficult sometimes to, you want to hold their hand and be like, you know, come on, this is, you know, your faith and stuff. But mm. actually allowing them to have their own faith. Yeah allowing them to not always understand everything, but also trusting that they do have a simple faith. Mm. We're told to have faith like children and trusting that actually God is talking to them, Mm. you know, through these things. And that there's also a power sometimes in them not quite getting stuff and being okay with that too and trusting God in all of it. That's really good. Um, I think, yeah, I think they're my main thoughts on that. Yeah. And I think you mentioned earlier, Meg, didn't you, about um, learning verses and memorizing scripture is really powerful. And I know, I can still remember verses. I remember my dad sitting us down on a Sunday. We used to have family Bible time on a Sunday tea time. And we learned Psalm 23. And I think every week we learned one more verse. And now I know the whole lot because my dad sat us down and said, right, we're going to learn this chapter together. And you were talking, weren't you, about how you've done memory verses. Are there other ways we can engage with learning verses like that? How do you make that um, creative, obviously? Yeah, so we've just got a big board in our kitchen. So we write, uh, well, I write it on there. And we have a new one every month, usually. Um, and my kids are much better at remembering them than me. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit rubbish. <laughs> so it's helping me as well. Um, but it's just great, isn't it? So they can know um, some scripture that they can draw on um, that might help their behaviour. I know one mm. a couple of months ago was children to obey their parents. <laughs> <laughs> I slit that Do one what you're gonna, It's scriptural, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> I <love that>. uh, <laughs> There's one, the one at the minute that we're doing is about being, again, I can't remember. Um, it's something about being compassionate and um, forgiving one another. Slow to no. anger and no. No, it's, um, it's in Ephesians. Big and compassionate, isn't it? Um, be compassionate towards one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ it's forgiven you. It's forgiven you, I think. But there's some big words. So compassionate yeah. is just a fantastic word to just talk about, to unpick. Yeah. The understanding that it's, mm. you know... Those sorts of words don't come up too much yeah, in schools. Learning, yeah, and for you to yeah. really yeah. biblical yeah. language to talk about and unpick is just brilliant to, as a family, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, we often um, I'll be like, what's, what's the memory verse? <laughs> 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 if they're not, yeah. uh, if they're not uh, forgiving one another. Mm. <laughs> the wonderful oh, thing amazing. about homeschooling, which I think is brilliant, is that 
is that the learning is centred around the home. Mm, yeah. So yeah. much in society nowadays is is the parents of the taxi driver yeah. who just delivers their child to the experts. Yes. And, and you still mm-hmm. do that. You take them off to dance or, yeah. or whatever. But it's so wonderful that it's centred yeah. around the home and the learning is there mm-hmm. rather than just taking them off to other things. And I yeah. like that because you've got that, I can see you've got that mindset mm-hmm. that you are key to their learning. Mm, yeah. and, and, and obviously not everybody's a homeschooler and you've had to learn as the successes and failures as, you, as you've gone along yeah. but I just think that's so so wonderful that parents can make such a big impact oh, yeah. and, and just try stuff yeah. and you learn from your mistakes don't you and just, you know we just try things what works what picks up and if we're just asking the Holy Spirit to help us as parents teach our children he will and we can mm-hmm. just try things can't we together mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah yeah so we've had different ways of trying to remember like the memory verse um, about different games and um, just reciting it, copying it down on paper. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. they love to do that, and they love a competition as well. So oh, okay. oh. I can imagine between them to I try and totally uh, to say as many as they can. Yeah, Never. they will. That's yeah, right. I can see that. <laughs> do you do anything with that yourself? Um, so my oldest is only just just, <laughs> just at the point now where he's starting to read. Such when I looked at the questions, I thought. Oh, we can start doing that yeah, now. Yeah. So we, we've got a chalkboard and I've always put nice things on it. Mm. Um, not strictly Bible verse. Well, sometimes it's been Bible verses. Sometimes it's been things based on, like at the minute, it's about who, who their identity is and that they are chosen and all of this stuff, mm. um, which he's then been reading and learning. So I'm looking forward to doing that because like yeah. what you said, I remember the ones that I learned growing up and I still have them now that I can lean on. So mm. it is so important for them to know these things. Um, and one thing that I sort of thought because we had this rhyming Bible growing up, uh, well, the boys did when they were yeah. little, um, and Ted learned some of it, well, he learned pretty much all of it off by heart because it all rhymed. Mm. And that was really good. I remember it came, it was Easter, and he must have been about two, if that even. And I was talking about the Easter story and what Easter was all about. And he literally recited it to me, and he wow. said, Jesus died upon a cross, but that was not the end. After three days, he came back to life, so we can be God's friends. And I love that you and know you it could too. be a part of this amazing story, too, <laughs> for the journey has not finished. It continues with you. Wow. And he just knew it all. I was like, yes, that's it. It's true. And even though it's not, you know, strictly a Bible verse, but he'd learned that mm. whole thing, yeah. and it's, it's going in there. Mm. And uh, I, I just thought, oh, that was really nice yeah he'd he learned that and he knew that shows the capacity to be able to retain yeah things yeah and work with it yeah and I, I just think it's really good for them to be learning them and yeah even at the time it might not always feel you know if it's a one that they've learned at church because yeah. obviously for Meg she can hand pick ones for the kids that's yes. relevant at the time yeah if they're learning in group it might not always be something that right now is completely relevant mm. to them but in the future it's something they might then yeah. think oh that yeah. That, that's what the Bible says about this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know it. It's not then having to, you know, look it up and think, well, where do I begin? Yeah. They already know it. Mm. And obviously the ones that they're most being taught are ones that are useful for them yes. to know. It's ones yeah. that have been useful for me to know growing up. Yeah. I think they're really, really good. I think um, you get a lot of songs as well, don't you, where you can sing memory verses. Yeah. But sometimes children respond well to music and yeah, dance, definitely. don't they? And yeah. moving with it. And yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And one thing we've also done in um, Hot Rock with groups is you can even like put it on like Lego bricks and you can write one word on a brick with like washable oh, pen good. and then they stack it up and then you have that's to put them really in order good. and things like that or yeah. you write them yeah. on separate pieces Paste of paper and reorder them yeah. or rub out one word and which yeah. is the missing word. Yeah. Treasure <laughs> hunt of all the different yeah. bits of paper. Obstacle course. We've done that loads, especially oh, for the that. more active kids. You like make an obstacle course and you put like different parts of the scripture at different stages and they have to say it as they do the thing nice. and then they pick it up and by the end of it they have to say the whole lot 
That's really good. That gets them worn out <laughs> and learning scripture. It's, a, like yeah. <laughs> it's a regularly used method. <laughs> Stefan and um, Abby talking the um, additional needs one about yeah. how they, they use YouTube and they've got the songs about the Bible verses, um, but obviously they often link to new ones. So they've got a tablet yeah. and they'll put that song on and they'll dance and sing in the lounge yeah. to, to the songs and then and then it'll suggest another one so that's child-led because yeah. they're wanting to find other songs yeah about about bible verses or whatever yeah. as well so that's just using the technology yeah. mm. to just help teach you new things and find your favorites yeah. as well so yeah. yeah that's really good um if you've not if somebody new to us has not used the bible much with their children before have you got any suggestions of where you would start because you know you sometimes think oh just come back from Hot Rock with this really huge book <laughs> full of words. Where do I begin? Um, what would you suggest for someone literally starting out and using the Bible with their children? Where would you... And we've touched on some things, but to summarise, what would you say? Um, I guess so using age-appropriate things, I guess you, didn't want to, you don't want to start with a big Bible mm. for a two-year-old. You're yeah. rough just reading the stories, the yeah. Jesus Storybook Bible, um, just to get that kind of younger understanding. Mm. Um, but there's no right or wrong mm. place to to start. That's it's, right. You're not. Um, there isn't a strict path that you have to follow to go through. I should mm. not read it properly. You don't have to do um, Genesis to Revelation no, in order, do you? <laughs> no. Um, so, if if for example it is Easter, why not just dip in and yeah. read mm. the Easter story? Yeah. Read, in, read sort of what's sort of relevant to to now, mm. or or start from the beginning and learn mm. about creation and. Noah and all of those lovely stories. Yes, and great yeah. ones. I think also with with the Bible, when we're doing things for teaching, sometimes we the length of a passage. If you are reading out the Bible, the length of the passage can be a little bit off putting mm. if it's a long story. Um, so often, you can sort of do the beginning part key verses in the middle, key verses at the end. Yeah. Mm. And you don't have to sit there reading for 20 minutes, like you're saying. So you just, just finding those verses, yeah. if, you haven't, if you've got a full Bible, don't feel you've got to sit there and, and read the whole thing, yeah. which is kind of... Yeah. Anything to add, Rosanna? Um, I think looking at the Bible stories helps rather than like Moses going straight to like the mm. big Bible. Sometimes it's, it's looking at the stories, getting to know mm. them, making it fun. Yeah. Um, and we obviously keep saying about routine, but I'd say trying to then make it part of the routine, it is never too late to change that. And yeah. if there's, if you've already got a routine in place, if you're then joining it up with that, then it's mm. going to be easier to be more consistent with it. Mm. Like, say, the bedtime routine. If you already, say, doing a story before bed, yeah. why not make it a Bible story yeah. as well? Mm -hmm. um, and I think also getting... There's, there's so many different little stories that are based on God's word too. But I think getting some of them in so it doesn't feel like it's a forced, yeah. unfamiliar thing. But it's like like we've got one about um two bunny rabbits and it's like all about, you know, God loves you this much. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. and they're they're walking home in the forest one day and they're talking about how God's love is so big and it's mm. it's lovely. It's yeah. really nice. And it's more a concept rather than yeah, a verse. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've got a few different ones like that. So the boys will sometimes pick one of those to read as well as their Bible story. Mm. Because to them, it's the same as all the other stories that mm. they read, but it's got that underpinning to it. So I'd, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be splashing out, spending a lot of money yeah, on, you right. know, brand new things. There's obviously loads of resources at church, yeah, yeah. but there's also secondhand books. Yeah. There's there's people like me and Meg that have got things that we're always happy to lend yeah, out. Yeah. And no, Amazon really new and used. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice and cheap. Yeah. And I think talking to people as well mm. and finding out, well, what works for you? Yeah. Like we've had conversations like that, haven't we, with some of the other mums and they, they've said, mm. well, he's this old, what do you recommend I, I read to him? And yeah. that it really helps then, like drawing on other people's knowledge. 
Yeah, I think one other thing I would just mention as well is, while it's really important that we handle the Word of God, there are also apps these days for kids, yeah. aren't there, that actually interact with the Bible story. So while I think it's still important to, to read the Word as, as a book, ideally as somebody that something they learn to handle at whatever age is appropriate, there are some really great apps out there where I think there's um, a new version for kids do one and there's somewhere you can interact and click on the stories and play with the story a bit so there are different ways to explore it so it's finding what works for your child doesn't it I guess and how they're going to access the word without it feeling like a a dutiful thing I must do or you know I can't get to heaven unless I've read five verses every day it's can I ask a question here you've both talked about chalkboards Yes. What I nearly bought one the other day. I don't do know. Yeah, but the I idea that uh, what I'm picking up is that is that they're that they're a central point where you can focus something mm. that is written, a statement or a phrase or a Bible verse that mm. you can then over time digest, discuss, yeah. pray about. Is 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 that is that how you're using? Obviously, you may be using for for more academic stuff as well. But yeah. is that the sort of thing that you're using them for? Yeah. So I'm just thinking about other people that might be thinking of. Yeah. Of, oh, that could help our family. I mean, I we always had a chalkboard before having children because I wanted one. Yeah. <laughs> I like, thought it looked nice. So I don't need one for my children. But from day me. one, it has had scripture on it. So um, for for me and William, when we were praying about certain things or had a Bible verse given to us that we were, you know, thinking about. I would then, you know, draw it all fancy on the chalkboard and have that there. It's something that we're then seeing every day and it was reminding us. And it's just then since we've had the boys, it's then fed into that as well. And now that my oldest can read, I'm then conscious that he's able to read it. Mm-hmm. Something, well, what can I put there that will be good for him to read and for him to know for himself? Is he allowed to write on it yet? Not yet. He does fancy pens and learns the special writing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there exactly. are standards. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's done things on paper before, which I've stuck to the chalkboard. <laughs> but that, so the, the thing at the minute about identity and being chosen, so if I put, I am brave, and that's because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we were working on with him was, you know, you were brave and you're confident mm-hmm. and it, it may not necessarily be strictly from the Bible, but it is from the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so I've just seen it as it's an opportunity for that, for them to read it, for them to learn it, for them to know it. And for it to bring our focus back to this is what's important, this is a value Wonderful. to us. Yeah, and is, is that similar yeah, to you? Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, ours is ours is not actually a chalkboard. Ours is like a glass whiteboard oh. that I use with a white a... chalk pen. Got wow. fancy. Wow. What is it? Yeah. A glass? Yeah, it's glass. <laughs> okay. And so you can see the our navy wall behind it. And oh, oh wow! Well, oh, that's another level. Like wipe off. My goodness. Yeah, no, I need white, both. yeah. So it's like it's like a glass. It's from IKEA. It's just some glass white. <laughs> Board, and then yeah. you use a white pen so you can see it because it's the navy Love background. Navy Very background, nice. you don't do the and, white yeah. pen on a white wall. No, yeah. exactly. So if you don't want it on the and fridge, then, you can put it on your little board somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, and I then, like yeah, that. ours is just right in the middle of our kitchen. So you can even have good. that in a bedroom for a child, couldn't you, I guess? Mm. Good. So they can have the verse that is speaking to them in their room yeah. if they're older. I'm just thinking that's yeah. 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 It's just wonderful. Yeah. It's just the word and the word of God yeah. and God's words we we need it's just, yeah. just power it's ourselves, the, the logos it's, it's life yeah. isn't it for us yeah and um it's just so important and that's yeah. just a way of it becoming yeah. part of our day-to-day isn't it and that's it i think it's the day-to-day it's the it's not this is a separate thing that we yeah. do at this time of day yeah. it's this is part of our lives this is part of who mm. we are so yeah. it's written on the walls it's in the stories that we read it's yeah, in the books definitely. it's in our routine yeah. it's in what we talk about yeah. we discuss yes. it at the meal table as well yeah. like if it's, it's in your kitchen and you're meeting yeah. together for a meal it's there yeah. and you just keep referring it's not separate from who we yeah. are yes. it's part of who we are that's and what powerful. we do that's really yeah. powerful so to summarise, if we possibly can, what three key points would you say you would encourage people who are looking to explore the Bible with their children 
what three takeaway points would you give to families listening to Is that this? three combined or three each? Three each. You're being generous. <laughs> Unless they are similar. Yeah, combined. Yeah, I think Go for it. We'll chip in, yeah. <laughs> um, so mine would be daily routine. Um, helps. Yeah. So over a meal time, I thought of as another option. Yes. Mm. Or bedtime or morning time. Mm. Um, be excited. Read with enthusiasm. Yeah. Be excited about the stories that you're reading with your kids. Mm. And um, to be the best role model for your kids. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Set the example. Really yeah. Daily routines, meal times, talking about meal times when you're together is powerful, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Be excited and be the best role models for your mm. kids. Fantastic, yeah, great yeah. three. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I read those and thought, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you they're nicked just, them up. <laughs> they're just right. <laughs> yeah, but, but the, the main things that I've been thinking is, you know, routine and modelling. So um, I've just put in about a big variety of the Bibles, the Bible stories um, and books that are based on God's word. Yeah. So it is, it's just so easy for them to then pick it up and pick up, you know, a simple thing that's been put in a story about two bunny rabbits or yeah. something mm. like that. And there's just some really good ones out there and it, it just helps keep their interest. It's not that we're saying a duty. It's yeah. just something lovely that's part of our library yeah. as well as diggersaws and things like that. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the routine again with Meg... I think it's so key, um, and that's why I thought I'll say it again. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, yeah, and and being flexible in the seasons, especially yes. um, mm. as parents, you, the seasons are always changing yeah. because the children are always getting older. Mm. Um, so when when if you've just got you know small babies, it's your morning might be all over the place, and yeah. you might not have a bedtime routine or a routine at all, and mm. that's okay. Um, but then getting to the point where so you've got teenagers, it's going to look very differently oh, then yeah. as well. Um, you might not be putting them to bed anymore. No, <laughs> no <first> to bed. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. No more bedtime stories. So it's that it's that having a routine, but then I, I suppose being aware of when things are changing and how to adapt to that, what works for you mm. and your children. Yeah. Um, but but it being consistent either way because that just takes the pressure yeah. off. Um, and then like what Meg says with the modelling, letting them see what you're doing, setting the example. Yes. Again, I go back to my parents and what I saw with them, but that's been such a, a key thing for me growing up for mm. lots of different reasons. But that just means that it's it's a priority for me. Yeah. And I want my children to then see that in me as well. I'd love to be able to give them that too and that they see that and that they know that that's what we do. There's just one thing that happened the other Sunday that I'd forgotten about that was... Um, William shared a word from the Bible at the front and then Ted said to me can I look in my Bible so I'm like of course you can <laughs> um, and I said where do you want to look and he said Matthew can you find Matthew for me and I found Matthew for him and he found a specific verse and he read it to himself really carefully because he's still at that early stage of mm. reading but he did it all by himself and he said mummy can I read it to you I said, yeah, of course you can. And he read it to me and it made me cry because yeah. it was so relevant to what I was feeling and going through at the wow. time. Mm. And he, he brought that to me then and he'd, he'd seen what his dad had done yeah. and I thought, I want to read I my Bible that. too. I can do that. Um, and he then shared it with me and it really spoke to me and it's that mm -hmm. child's faith again too, but it wasn't you know, difficult for him to pick up his Bible and mm -hmm. find something to read because mm -hmm. that's what we do. Yeah. And I said to him, then if you want, you can start reading yours in the morning too. And he said, oh, like, like mummy and daddy do, you read your Bibles mm -hmm. in the morning. I said, yeah. Mm. And so he's seen that, but that yeah. I just thought it's such a simple thing, but it's so powerful. You can't, they're precious moments, aren't they? Yeah. Because it's fed from them. Yeah, that's cool. 
Cool. Do you want me to finish off? Yeah, let's go. Brilliant. So I just want to say thank you so much for, for coming. That's been a great, really good, really good. And we'll try and lots of links to the book, yeah, the Bibles the and things. We'll put some of those links in and so people know in the, show notes. the Bibles that we're talking to. But um, but thank you for watching. Please remember to uh, like the video. Please share it as well because we want um, what we're saying to get to a wider um, audience as possible. So that would be great. We'd love to hear any questions that you've got. Please make comments and any suggestions for, for future episodes as well. We've got, um, please go to the website, um, Living Rock website dot church forward slash meet the parents say that again <laughs> living rock dot church forward, forward slash, slash meet, meet the, the parents, parents. <laughs> and there's a page there which uh, tells you all about these uh, podcasts as well so yeah wonderful thank you so much thanks so much megan and rosanna thank really you. appreciate you doing your wisdom loads for us to chew on <laughs> think about brilliant so thank you. goodbye for now thank you bye